Oh, yes. It's major season. Hit the high porn, Brad. Let's go. A little bit ahead of time. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. And thank you, friends, for listening to Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. I'm joined, as always, by Brad Key, and it is our open preview. Brad, how are you doing? I'm very excited, Micah. This is going to be a good time. Uh, Extremely excited for the Open Championship. Uh, Been doing some reading, been doing some listening to some pods, you know, keeping my ear to the street, trying to learn as much as I can so that I can put money on, you know, golfers that likely will not win. Uh, we should address, I, uh, I said, I liked Ricky Fowler this week, not playing, not playing in the open championship this week. So, so we don't like Ricky this week. Uh, Ricky's doesn't have a great shot at winning or, or teeing up for that matter. So, uh, I was going through some of the different numbers and I, it dawned on me. I was like, where the hell's Ricky? Like, I thought I was, this guy was, he played Scottish links so, or he played in the Scottish open last week. I was like very high on how his uh, performance was. And, uh, turns out he is not playing. There were some other notables that aren't playing in the Open Championship. Uh, Daniel Berger came up on that list, a couple other guys. So, you know, kind of a shocker, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Tiger is playing. Rory is playing. Rory is my pick. Spoiler oh, alert. You did you you like the number one uh, the the number one most likely to win player according to the odds? That's who you like. I do. I also mm. like John Rom because I like John Rom in all the majors, and I'm sure he's in the top five too. So, uh, we're let's, not, let's get the let's get the odds up here. Let's see. We're not going too far out on them. Yeah. Well, Brad pulls up the odds. I'll tell you. This is backdoor cover. It's a sports podcast. We're going to talk about uh, the Open. We had a, a another episode on Monday. If you want to just get some general sports takes, and if you want to buy a house, you should contact me. Go to michaelweiner.com today. Schedule a risk-free consultation. Also, check out Mind of Micah. New Micah's Read of the Week out today about a pending $7.8 billion legal case Mm. that uh, affects the future of music and music publishing rights. Quite interesting. That is quite interesting, Micah. Before we get... To, uh, oh, you got it there? Well, no, I've I've got something for you here. So your two picks, Rory McIlroy is 9-1 to one and is the uh, odds-on favorite. John Rahm, 14-1, to one, is the second odds-on favorite. He's tied with Xander Shoffley. So you picked one and two in the odds to uh, win. So, you know, great. not a front run or anything. That's who I like. You're making some hot takes already. This is going to be a great pod. And really, we're, we're mostly excited for Tiger this week. Oh. I mean, more than anything else. Let's get real. So a couple of things that I've been hearing listening to the different coverage. Are you ready to just jump into golf or what do you want to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing else to talk about today. Yeah, we're in the doldrums. So thank God for the golf gods. So what they talk about with uh, St. Andrews is that the course can be extremely difficult when conditions are, diff- are you know, challenging, when it's windy, when it's wet. Uh, it's That's the strength of the course. And it looks like this week they've kind of got benign pristine conditions so there's some concern that it's going to be a, a a bunch of players going super low and that when you're playing this course and there's no hardcore wind no hardcore weather going on it makes the a lot of these drive these par fours drivable it turns some of these things into it just a different type of challenge there's still so much unpredictability with the layout of the course and 
how long balls roll out and just the, the challenges that are associated with Lynx golf, that it'll still be a great and really fun uh, viewership experience. But that's, that's the prevailing thing that I keep hearing is people are disappointed that there's not going to be more nasty wind rain type stuff. These players are going to have to overcome. And I mean, the big other storyline there is that when there is nasty wind and rain, Usually that favors either the morning wave or the afternoon wave, and that's what's supposed to info, uh, inform your betting strategy. However, it looks like everything's pretty much going to be consistent, and so the only real change between morning and afternoon is it looks like it gets a bit more windy in the afternoons, generally speaking. I don't know that for sure for this week, but that's what I was seeing in terms of uh, historically. It's a little bit more windy in the afternoon, a little bit more difficult, but really not a huge difference between the morning wave and the afternoon wave. So you're welcome to uh, not worry so much about the uh, wave that your your player that you're gambling on is going out in. How's that, Mike? Is that some good info for you? That was quite good. Thank you. Uh, so we've got Rory McIlroy as our favorite here. Uh, why do you like Rory? What are, you, what are your reasons for liking Rory? Well, one, I'm rooting for Rory. Okay. I am too. I really but like Rory. Just, I, I think he's got a real chance. He seems to be having his game put together this course sets up well for him uh i've just i i like rory he he's he's got some momentum going uh, i like his swagger i think he's a man on a mission i think he gets back in victory lane for the first time in what eight years in a major in a major have you have you seen some of his quotes lately and he talks about uh the focus on family and having a kid now and having things outside of golf that make him happy because before, like for the past, however long it's just been, he only derives happiness from winning and specifically winning in majors. And it made his life super miserable. And also it just put this astronomical amount of pressure on you four times a year. It's like, if you don't win this major, like legitimately you're depressed for the next three months until your next get your next, whatever competition. And I like that. He's kind of found other uh, joys in life and taking some of that just total mental, whatever you want to call it, pressure off of himself so that he can just kind of perform. Because he's one. Of, he's clearly amongst the best, if not the best, uh, talent-wise in the world. So uh, I'm with you. I really like him, and I do. I like the kind of positive, lighthearted mentality he's been taking to uh, his approach to the game. And you're right, he has been in really great form, so... Very excited to see him play and uh, and rooting on him, rooting him on very hard. But uh, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on Rory. You know, who I, I like, love it. I think I like Shane Lowry. I feel like I. Ooh, I so we're Shane. basically going with the Irish boys at this point, uh, McElroy and Sugar Shane Lowry. Um, I've I've kind of ridden with Lowry all year in terms of what I've been of my betting uh, behavior, and he's hasn't let me down and. I don't know, man. Is there is there just something to wanting to play an Irish guy in a Lynx style golf course? Maybe. Uh, the other guy I've been thinking a little bit about, uh, Cam Smith, has got pretty good odds considering he was amongst the the one top golfers in the world besides you know our boy Scotty Scheffler. But for the last you know six months, he's been as good as it gets. And he, in terms of short game and, and the flat stick. Really like Cam Smith in this spot, twenty-five to one. So, a little bit better odds than your boy Rory and uh, John Rahm. You know what else are you thinking, Micah? You got anything Where's else? The, the big cat. You want some big cat odds? He's pretty far down the list, unfortunately. Uh, well, I found Phil. He is two hundred to one. 
What do you think the chances are of Phil making the cut, Micah? Zero. Is that what you're rooting for or what you think will happen? Both. I I concur. And I'm not rooting for it to happen. I wouldn't I'd actually be happy to see him make the cut. So Tony Finau, I'm sorry, Tiger Woods sits between Tony Finau, who is fifty to one, and Bryson DeChambeau, who is sixty five to one. Tiger is sixty to one. So that's the company he's keeping, which are pretty heavy hitting names, although you know, it's basically on the fringe of the top tier guys, like your Brooks's, your Dustin Johnson's, your your Patrick Cantley's, all of them are in the thirty five to one, twenty five to one, forty to one range. Tiger's up in that sixty spot. So pretty good odds. Bryson's an interesting one to me because if this course is playing less challenging because of the weather conditions, we've got drivable par fours, things like that. Could he just step up and just be driving par fours all day and be because clearly he's the longest on tour. The question is if he's got form and if he's got touch uh, around the greens after being off all year, but that could be something like I could see Bryson going way, just blowing up because he can't keep his driver under control, but I could see him annihilating this course. If things go his way, you know, uh, it's possible. I just don't think he's got his game together right now either. And he's just kind of a head case, but yeah, he, he does I, have the potential. Is what I'm saying. He's, he's got these Saudi guys are like, they just have too much money. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, true. They just can't hear about getting their game together. I don't know. Did you uh, see? Did, we already talked about. Uh, it was Taylor Gucci was talking about how uh, the Portland event was had similar atmosphere to the Ryder Cup. Did you yeah, see these quotes? What a, turd guy is. what a turd! I wonder if he thinks uh, the Open Championship has similar vibes to that Live Portland Open tournament. I'm curious to hear his thoughts on that. I hate that guy. What a loser! I've never heard of him before. Oh, he's been pretty good. He's been like an up and comer, especially this year. He was good until he moved to the to the loser tour. Um, uh, speaking of the, the loser tour, of course, that's the big story until, uh, they put the tea in the ground. I guess it's like 1am tonight by the time this thing actually starts, but, uh, the leader of the R and a, which I guess is the European governing golf body. Yes. Correct. Uh, had some quotes. I firmly believe the existing golf ecosystem has successfully provided stable pathways for golfers to enter the sport and develop and realize their full potential Professional golfers are entitled to choose where they want to play and accept the prize money that's offered to them. I have absolutely no issue with that at all, but there is such a thing as a free, there is no such thing as a free lunch. Okay. 24 live players are competing in the open, including former major champions, Phil Kepka, Bryson, Dustin Johnson, and Usti. Okay. Fair enough. Ustazen is another interesting one who, is almost always in contention in these British Opens and or whatever Open Championships. I kind of like calling it British Open. You did that earlier this week, and I'm I'm adopting that stance. It's called the British but, Open, Micah. Uh, there was a great quote here. I would also like to say, in my opinion, the continued commentary that this is about growing the game is just not credible. <laughs> if anything, is harming the perception of our sport, which we're working so hard to improve. Uh, basically hiding behind taking the Saudi money by saying we're trying to grow the game is just bullshit. And I love that quote. I'm into it. There's been some pretty good zingers out there in terms of quotes about the, the live tour for sure. Uh, I'm looking at Indeed. tea times here for you. Yeah, boy. Uh, Rory McElroy is uh, paired up with Colin Marikawa and 
Xander Shoffley, and they tee off at 4.58 a.m. I do not see if that's Eastern time or what time zone there. It must be Eastern, though, if it's a major publication. So, yeah, I would imagine it's Eastern. 4.58, uh, the first tee time of note, 3.03 a.m. Eastern, which would be two our time. Cam Smith, Brooks Kepka, Seamus Power. I don't think I'm going to be up for that one. I don't think I'm going to be up for the 4.58 either, to be honest, but... Uh, you might catch the back nine. Well, see, that's the key there. So if it tees off 358, let's say they make the turn at, what, 5, 6, I don't know, 530. I might catch the, yeah, I'll catch the back half. Yeah. It's possible. How do we watch this thing? Uh, I'm going to go on the open.com. Like, I think there's a, I don't know what exactly what the website is, but just search it. And I think that they've got everything set up just like they do with all the major tournaments where they've got a dedicated website and as much coverage as you could possibly get. That's uh, what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like they, they generally speaking, like you could probably find whatever it is, CBS sports or the Peacock app or whatever the shit is called these days. But I just go to the website and, and stream whatever I feel like is the most compelling, uh, whatever stream feed, um, which sometimes will be the main feed. And sometimes it'll just be groups of players that I like. It's really cool. And you can do like a group of groups, so, like, you could pick two or three groups that you want to follow, and it kind of bounces around from those. And I think that that's something that will probably be available. So, something like that's probably how I'll be doing my viewership. Um, but I'm pumped, man. So, what time does this mean coverage will end if they're teeing off at these times? Do we think that this uh, thing I is... I think Sunday ends at 1 o'clock. Sunday, like, the, the last final round. Yeah. will finish at 1 or will go off at yeah. 1? Yes, we'll be finished by one. Mm. So it's morning watching. Which means it that that'll probably on Thursday, Friday before cuts go be before the cut is made, we'll be going into like the three, maybe four o'clock range, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Which is great. Great for weekday golf, man. Uh planning to get tons of work done this week, uh Thursday, Friday. How about you, Mike? Are you gonna make some uh you gonna close some mortgages or what? Oh, yeah. My man Peter is closing tomorrow, and I am hyped for him. Not Peter the Irish guy, I hope. Not Peter the Irish guy. Okay. Uh, I mean, I hope that Peter the Irish guy would like to buy a mortgage for me, but my man Peter uh, put in about nine different offers mm. and pulled out of two deals. Now he's getting across the finish line tomorrow. We got him clear to close. You know, I, I'm not afraid to, to tell you the story, Brad. Uh, the, on Monday, we, or on Friday, actually, we got word that there was some issues, and we got it rectified. My man is coming through and closing on time. It's a wonderful thing. I'm very excited. Good for you, Mike. I'm proud for you. Thank you. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, who do you like? Do you like Rory? Do you like somebody else? Well, I do. I will be rooting for Rory. Uh, in terms of like long shots, I like Dylan Fratelli at 201. I like a couple of these guys that are real long shots. I think that this is anybody's game. Uh, I think that a lot of different guys could compete. It's not necessarily just the... Uh, your, your standard guys. I like Hotong Lee. Uh, he's been playing really well for a long shot. I like Russell Henley at 150-1. to one. Some of my longer shot guys. Um, at the top, I'm, I think I like maybe like a Will Zalatoris. He's been in the mix. I like Shane Lowry, as we mentioned earlier. Will Zalatoris, 25-1. to one. Um, Let's see. I like Max Home at 51. Is he kind of like a mid-tier guy around that? Tiger Woods, Tony Finau, Bryson DeChambeau range. Um, there's a young uh, Canadian guy, Corey Connors, is 81. 
he's an upcoming guy. Adam Scott at 81, I like that. So there's a bunch of stuff that I'm liking. Sounds like I'm going to spend my entire paycheck on this this golf tournament is what it's starting to sound like, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, big big group of uh, guys going off for me starting uh, very early tomorrow morning. So this is going to be super fun, man. I'm pumped. Uh, maybe we should do like a check-in this weekend sometime and just give our general thoughts and, and percep- perceptions of the uh, broadcast coverage. I'm, I'm pumped, brother. I, I think we should plan to do this. Excellent. Maybe I could even hang out with you in um, that foreign country you've moved out to, Dripping Springs. Yes, welcome to the drip. Charlie the dog will be here, and uh, I think we should watch him golf on Saturday, and maybe do a little uh, little podcast afterwards. That'll and be I lit. That's pretty much it for us now. Let me play you out, big guy. I know you can't hear it, but it's playing. I can hear it on the way out. Oh, can't hear it on the way in. Interesting. I don't know why. But that's it for us. That's we'll it. be back. Hopefully, uh, back later this weekend, uh, if not early next week to to follow everything up. Subscribe to Mike's Real Week newsletter. Subscribe to Mind of Micah. Go to michaelweiner.com today. Get started in your home buying journey. Ooh, and until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Let's go, Roy.